Cheers. Damn you, old man. Wade. Welcome to the Old Man Wade Show. I am your host, the God of Stubborn, the Lord of Laughter, Old Man Wade, and I'm here with the pinnacle of political perfection, the superior Super Bowl Gavi. What up, everybody? Hey, hey. So we back yep. at it again, and I have said it before, and I'll say it again. I love having an actual schedule again. No, I feel that. Straight up. Like, it was, because this was, like you said before, like, this is back to when we were recording, like, once a week, <clears throat> excuse me, every every Saturday at a specific time, at a specific date, like, you know what I mean? So this is, it's it's easier now, and everything's all set up, and a couple of people, shout out to um Justin Cooper um for, like, you know, comp- he was sending me messages saying how, like, we sound, like, enthusiastic, especially this and in the Ball Black Nerds podcast, so shout out to him for listening and always being a supporter, and doing everything he can to, to like promote us. I really fucks with him. Yo, facts. All right, so we back. We had to take a quick break. I got a call from my hospital. Javi had some stuff to do pertaining to business, but we're back and that was quick. So before we get started, I have this new thing I'm going to start doing every once in a while. It's called Wade's List of Nonsense. Oh, boy. Superwoke has no idea what that means. All he knows is he saw it on... The docket and it just said Wade's list of nonsense. So he probably looked at that and go, "Dear God, what is he? What is he doing now?" Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I am not going to tell you what this nonsense list is. I will never tell you what it is, but I'm almost a hundred percent sure that when I start talking about this particular list, most people know exactly what this list is. Are you ready? Yep. Violet Myers, Sarah Lace, Riley Reed. Asa Akira, Maya Farrell, Honey Gold, Alexis Morgan, Jada Fire. I'm going to tell you who these people are. Oh, you, you, I'm pretty sure when I got to Riley. Yeah, Reed. I, yeah I know. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm intimately aware of these names. Uh, Jada Fire and lastly, Obsession. Yeah. That last one is is was probably my introduction to this list was Obsession. Um, some good classics, some yeah. good classics. I mean, you know, I'm I'm into the amateur, you know what I mean? So I you know, I'm not a big fan of like the larger stars of the industry. Should I continue to be vague or no? <laughs> no, no. You know, I should never, you know. Um so yeah, I'm not a fan of like the the super produced acted out porn. So, you know. Uh, the big names I follow are more like Pinky, you know, those Gonzo amateur style people. So, but you know, they're cool. Yeah, what is Gonzo? Um, I believe it's like it's another word for like amateur style, like somebody holding the camera. And like, is that what that is? I believe so. Please, I hope it's not anything. I hope it's nothing crazy that people judge me for. That's that's how I. That's what I assume it is. But yeah, that's always been my go. That's been my go to for a long time. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it is. I just know that, like, actually, I think the first one I bought might have been a Gonzo. Um, Obsession wasn't in that one. Actually, the first porn I ever bought was called <laughs> Stop My Ass is on Fire. <laughs> so you saw that. You, you saw that title and you were like, hmm, <laughs> hmm click. <laughs> you no, know, and it was, uh, it was Jada Fire on the cover. And this was Jada Fire before she got the boob job. Yeah, I didn't even. I mean, I I don't follow her that deeply to know. Like, I wouldn't. I, I don't know. Only person I I remember pre and post boob job is Lacey Duvall. I, Lacey Duvall used to be one of my favorites back in the day of the big, the bigger named. I'm trying to see if I remember Lacey Duvall. You you definitely do remember Lacey Duvall. You definitely like everybody. Lacey Duvall is like Mr. Marcus. Like you've seen. You've seen a few of those clips. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Lacey Duvall. It's funny. It's like I actually remember her nipples before I remember anything. Like anything else. She was dope. She she still is dope. Like I saw some. Um, I mean, this was probably years ago, but uh, some some more recent clips of her, and she gained weight and like excellent, 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 excellent. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Like so. that was great. I actually found the picture of her um recently, and she does look damn good. Yeah, she's she's bad. She's always been bad. A hundred, uh, I you'll get no um mm-hmm. 
no argument here for me. But yeah, that's my list. That's my that's the Wade list of nonsense. Uh yeah. So what is that? What is okay? So it's just a random. Is this just a random list of people that are associated to the same thing? Like, is that are those your favorites? No, that's just what I've been. That those are just the ones I've been looking up recently. Oh, good, good, good. Just you know, just wash your hands before you dap me up, and we're good. Yo, I had to spray antibacterial on my hands today because the water in my house is just not working today. <sighs> like randomly, it was just like I was like went to the bathroom, do 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 do, did my thing, went to flush the toilet. I'm like, the fuck? And I'm like, <laughs> and so I went to go turn the knob. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So you got a you got a free turd in your toilet right now? Just, yeah, just annoying. Like right. pro they, tip, pro tip, fill a bucket up with water and pour it into your toilet bowl and it's gonna flush. Yeah, I, I did that already. Like oh. I, it's just fucking annoying that like I'm like, I have to like what? Wait, I wait, I can't do that because there's no fucking water in the fucking house. <laughs> I'm gonna oh. fill a bucket up, but I got no fucking water. Yeah. So so you you so you just lied to me, though. Yes, yeah, so I just lied to you. <laughs> I was lying to the audience, actually. <laughs> well, you can edit this any way you want. So I'm not editing shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not editing. Clearly, you shit. don't edit shit out of your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm fucking annoyed by that shit, man. Yeah, the rent is too damn high for water not to be working in your apartment, bro. It's like we, you know, you live in one of the highest rent markets in the country. And yo, know, you need to holler at your landlord real quick. Smack the shit off that dude. Anyway, allegedly for entertainment purposes. Spending paper. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just gonna be annoyed and call. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, what's going on with you? Other than no, no water in your apartment. None. I'm back to work tonight after after having COVID. That shit was ass. My breathing's still a little off, but I'm fucking happy now. Ah uh, yes, COVID survivor. So you're gonna go to work. You're gonna you're gonna smell a little funny because you can't take a shower, but you can tell them it's because of the COVID. Yeah, I, I have COVID stank. Yeah, yeah, my bad, bro. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, man. I you weren't I, allowed to go to my the well, you know, the job I once had. You weren't allowed to even walk in without taking a shower. Like, <laughs> did you get a shower they, while you were there? No, like, to just make sure, like, take a shower before you come to work. How they gonna know? I mean, I don't know, but you know, whatever. You probably the fact that they had to put that up. I mean, it makes sense in that industry, but take a shower before you go to work, people. Please. Yeah, I shower before and after work. So yeah, who I get home first thing I do is I shower because Ooh, fancy. He must not live in California. No droughts I mean, there. Actually, I, mean, no, I mean, considering that I work in a at a hospital. Like I should shower every time I leave the leave fucking work. Yeah. All the fucking diseases and shit that are that run around that place. I have to take a shower before I go to bed. Like I have to. Like I I feel so uncomfortable. Regardless of what I've done during the day, regardless of if I took a shower already, whatever, like I have to take a shower before I go to before I go to bed. That's yeah. like the routine. Nah, like I depending on my like I probably will today, like, well, if I can. <laughs> Said it'll be up in a few hours, but we'll see if that's actually true or not when it actually happens. So you could oh use my shower, bro. I'm not going all the way to Brockton to shower to go all the way back to Boston to try to get some sleep before I go to work. I'll just wake up a little bit early. Oh, I mean, you know, get some wet wipes. Nice. <laughs> Yo, we are moving. Buy yeah, some ri- buy some ribs <laughs> and just <laughs> ask for extra wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So what's up with your boy DJ Academics, man? Uh oh, my best friend DJ Academics. Yeah. I just want to point out that a while ago we did an episode called Don't Leave Your Kids Around DJ Academics. Yeah. Local uh, Academics. We did allegedly. That. Allegedly. Oh, we we did that shit. I'll fucking put a link to that shit that we No, did. no, no, no. You, you know what I'm saying. Um he he looks like the type that likes to sue. Yeah. And then oh yeah, he does. But shit, he's the one who's talking about like seventeen is okay, and like you know all. Oh the- yeah, that, oh, I forgot the context. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. so we said it a while ago. And this is some shit he said, but now, yeah, it's funny because the quote Charlemagne had when he was talking about when he was talking to baby, and he's like, "Did you have that same smoke for Trick Daddy?" It reminds me of DJ Academics because he talks real big online, 
But he he be running scared. He running for the smoke when he sees people in person. But he got all big and bad in these two women's faces, like he was ready to fight. Yeah, that shit was nasty. So a couple of things about DJ Academics. Um, he drinks a lot apparently. Yeah. So most of the time when you see him, he's probably drunk or something. So, um, add that to the fact that he's like you know, he's kind of your classic. Fuck boy, I wouldn't even call him a fuck boy, bro. I don't even know what you would call. Him. He's corny, bro. He's a corny guy. He's a corny, 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 corny guy, right? And he only got big because he was able to ride the wave of Chicago homicides. Wait, what? Yeah, bro. Like he got big off of like just talking about the gang wars in Chicago. Like that's like his big thing. Like that's why he, you know, he was into Joe rap and all this other stuff. But like. Anytime there was a murder or anything like that of a high profile nature in the hood, like he would be the one that would that would kind of break it, talk about it. It is what it is. Like I'm not I'm not judging him for that because he didn't do nothing CNN doesn't do. Exactly. But at the same time, you know, that's that's how he got big. If people want to figure out like how did this it's not out of his charisma or like his ability to DJ, because I you know, I don't know why. I don't know if he's ever DJed before. Like, I don't really care, but um, that's how he got, that's that's how he got a lot of his fame, bro. And, and he took advantage of that. So um, other than that, I don't really, you know, he seems kind of smart when, you know, sometimes. Um, so I'll give him that. Enough, he's definitely bro. smart enough to like make his um brand what it is. Like he's found yeah. a niche, he's worked with it. Like it, from what you, I, I first heard of him when he was on Everyday Struggle with Joe, yeah, Nadeska. But um, I don't know, like listening to him, like every time he was on there, I was like, you sound like an idiot. And he yeah. would oh, and it's it's funny watching him like around like, excuse the lack of a better term, real niggas. Like you know what I mean? He wouldn't say certain things. Like he yeah. like he was very careful with his tone. Yeah, and, like even when like, and I'm not even talking about just the men. When like when, like thorough ass women went up there, he was quiet as hell. Like he knew the things he could and couldn't say. Yeah, I didn't watch that show, so I'm not. I don't know what his pattern is with that, but like some of the stuff I've seen, like I've never seen him claim to be like some thug or whatever. Like I've never seen that. He doesn't. He doesn't claim to do that, but he yeah. also. And like I wouldn't mess with if I if if I was of the street, um. I wouldn't mess with him because he seems like the type of person that would call the cops, right? So I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, certain people, he just seen he's just that corny guy, bro. Like, and he just he just rode a wave and he got into the public eye, and we're seeing his true corny nature, bro. Like, he'll get drunk and 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 bully women. But actually, I won't even just say women, but probably just bully people that, um, he feels like he can. I'm assuming he's probably not the best person to chill with, you know, just based off the stuff he says publicly. Yeah. But I don't even know why. Yo, I don't want to give him any air, bro. Like, he's white. Well, speaking of uh, not giving people air, uh, I'm not even going to say your boy even as a uh, as a joke because I know you may rock with his music, but you don't rock with this guy as a person. Uh, Kanye's at it again with his fucking bullshit. And the most recent was him saying that um, George Floyd wasn't really uh, he didn't die from the knee on his neck because of a documentary he watched with uh, by Candace Owens and he was like it was fentanyl man that's what killed him because of this and Dada, I'm like yo you've got to be fucking kidding me with this and like he really believes I don't know if he really believes it or not but it was funny to have a conversation with my therapist about it and he was like he, and he said if I was going to diagnose him he goes, I diagnose him with narcissism. Everyone talks about bipolar, but they were like, it's not that. He's a nar he's like he's a narcissist. Mm. Can all be can can it all be true? Can it be true? Like can it can it all can 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 you be a nar a bipolar narcissist? I'm, yeah. I'm assuming you can. Yeah, but and that's what he seems like to me. Like, yeah, but that shit was like nasty. Like, listen, like the we talked about the um the White Lives Matter um shirts on the last old man on the last old man wage show we talked about that but shout out to brandon mm -hmm. and this it just seems like he seems like he's trying to 
promote something. That's always what it seems to to be doing. Mm-hmm. And you actually had some thoughts on the uh, on the situation in general from like just from the notes yeah. about about um what was it uh should Con- should like should Kanye be given a platform to spread this misinformation, which is something I'm glad you brought up because I I think that's part of the problem. Yeah, and you know I think for the most part like he's kind of crossed the line. Like he he's crossed a couple of lines recently. Like I, uh, you know, uh, he's not Trump. He was never president. You know, uh, so I the consequences of him doing certain things could and should stick to him, right? Yeah. Um, you know, he 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 is legitimately spreading hate speech at this point, right? Like. <laughs> it's almost like he always kind of flirted with it a little bit. Yeah. But now he's kind of like, boom, like this is what it is. Um he's couching it in this I mean, like where do we start? Like, I mean, let's start with the white lives matter shirt, right? Um yeah. like that alone uh was enough for a lot of people that supported Kanye. Like for me like me, like I again, I I never gave like I said, I'll say this again. I never gave Kanye a pass. A lot of, I mean, thanks to old man, you know, a lot of what I've said about it is recorded. Play it back and really listen to what I said. Yeah. At no point um, in time have you ever tried to justify the shit that he's done. Never. Never. Like we, jo- we joke about it, but yeah. you've never said like, oh, I agree with the stuff he's doing. You've actually condemned him for a lot of the things he said and done. 100%. I mean, I don't know the man, so I didn't know what was in his heart. Um, One. I disagreed with ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the things he's did he's done because he's done a lot of things outside of music and most of that stuff I don't fuck with. Um and uh but he's never gone outside the realm of man, this shit is sad. Yeah. Right? He's never gone out of that realm into like, yo, bro, you are being, um, you're becoming a problem, like a real, a real legitimate problem. And I say that once, so the White Lives Matter t-shirt, right? Like White Lives Matter was a direct response to the Black Lives Matter movement. There was no White Lives Matter t-shirts until Black Lives Matter came out. And it was a legit spit in the face of people that believed that Black lives were being treated as dispensable. And not just about, it wasn't just about cop murders, right? Like, I'm tired of people being like, oh, well, cops, yeah, cops, I guess cops do kill people, but look at all the black on black crime. But what about that? No, it's all about that. All that's related. All of it's related to systemic racism and institutional decisions that created a situation that has devalued black lives and it's always been that way and that's what it means and white lives matter was like no fuck y'all white lives matters too like it was a piece of shit protest on a protest and kanye put that on his back like that's you know you you picked a side like you you legitimately picked a side in this right so, uh, yeah i'm looking at um just to, before i forget i found a uh nori uh kanye west nori apologizes for George Floyd drink champs comments, I didn't want him to walk out. Nori called the Breakfast Club on Monday morning to apologize multiple times for the comments Kanye made about George Floyd on his latest episode of Drink Champs. His team put out over the weekend. The Drink Champs host was in damage was uh, was in full damage control, claiming he didn't know Ye's statements were going to be extremely hurtful to listeners. All right, so I'm gonna stop right there. Yeah. That's absolutely bullshit. And we're definitely. I don't believe that on any conceivable level. I do. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that before I before I say mine. Yo, um, so a couple of things. So, um, this is breaking news, right? So whatever. Um, yeah, I don't really have much time to think about it. But neither have I. I'm literally just looking. Yeah. At it. And there's more to. Only wait. We read the rest of the story first before I um. Yeah. Yeah. Comment. yeah. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Nori says he later checked Kanye for the GF, I don't know, and the White Lives Matter remarks, oh, George Floyd and White Lives Matter remarks later in the interview, but mm-hmm. says he was too drunk to make an impactful moment. He also claimed to have uploaded the wrong edit without combining 
through um, combing through, excuse me. In error, he says the team will correct in the future. The veteran rapper shamelessly admitted he didn't want Ye to walk out of the interview if he was silenced, a la the Breakfast Club's famous Birdman interview, where he cursed him out and demanded respect. Yeah. Uh, because further grilled Nori, uh, because further grilled Nori on why, oh, me, Breakfast Club, I, I'm thinking BC, but like as in like, you know, the appreciation. Breakfast Club further grilled Nori because of, ah, Breakfast Club further grilled Nori on why he conducted the interview to start, citing Tucker Carlson and HBO's The Shop recent debacles. Uh, this, uh, LeBron actually said he's not um, putting out the episode. He had a Kanye with The Shop. He um, scrapped it. Uh, Nori defended his show um, position, noting the show isn't named Think Champs, to stage political theater, but says his relationship with Ye is solid and wanted to give him the courtesy to speak. He also noted that Loud Records founder Steve Rifkin and several other Jewish associates of his were in the room and used them to gouge meters of Ye's anti-Semitic rants. Nori says he purpose uh, he previously spoke to Kanye and he would go on record to denounce Ye's comments and apologize to Steven Jackson, who may have cooked him anonymously on Instagram while slamming Ye. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for Nori, bro. I really, I, in this situation, I do feel bad for him. Um, I will say that I completely disagree that he, at, at the moment when you're drunk. So I will say this: at, at the moment when you're drunk and you're like doing it, and like the emotions are, I shouldn't say emotions, but when you're when you have when you've been imbibing, especially mm-hmm. with alcohol, mm-hmm. you may not realize what's being said and done. Yeah. However, yeah, when you sober up, like I don't record. I may record inebriated, but when I go back, I always edit sober. Specifically because I want my mind to be clear yeah. when I'm doing something like this. Like I edited a few things and censored a few things in last week's episode, specifically because it may be hurtful to somebody. And I'm pretty sure you know the joke I made. But like, you know, and because I found because I knew it was insensitive, I was like, let me make sure that's out of out of that. Like, you know what I mean? It was funny at the moment. And I was even then I was sober. But it's like once you go into the editing room, you gotta kind of know what you're doing and the type of things you're putting out. Look at this guy, Mr. Edit over here. Hey, thanks to you, because you're the um, all, you're the one who's always reminding me, like, make sure that like we editing is a very important thing uh, when it comes to like any media, whether it be written or verbal. Uh yeah. Um, but what I've learned is a lot of people don't take for granted the things that you know. Right. Uh, don't that, don't assume. Don't assume that everybody understands the world the same way you do. That's I know fact. plenty of That's people. I know plenty of people. The majority of the people that I grew up with were a lot more like Nori than they are. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a super liberal black person. Um, a super liberal. Um, Don Lemon, right? Like, I know way more Norries than Don Lemons, right? And this is no knock on his intelligence because Norrie is an extremely intelligent person, absolutely talented. Um, you know, you know, based on I've never heard anybody in the industry say anything bad about Norrie ever, right? Like, ever they go to him, he squashes beefs, he's a peacemaker, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. been in the industry she for years he understands that bro but at the same time i seriously doubt nori understands the nuances of like anti-semitism and where it comes from and and certain things you can't say and blah 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 and i'm pretty sure that he even believes some of the stuff in our community that's spread about the, about certain people in certain communities right yeah it's it's widespread and it's not necessarily um, I wouldn't call it a danger, but I will say this is why Kanye West is becoming a danger. Because at the same time, I think Kanye West lacks any understanding of the nuances of what exactly he's he's saying. I I you know um doesn't give him an excuse. But unlike Nori, Kanye's out here trying to act like he he's unlocked these secrets and he's trying to share people share with people. How Jew, how the Jews have made all their money by exploiting black people. And he's evangelizing that message. And that's dangerous. Because yeah. there's a lot of people in the world that don't understand. They can look, they can listen to Kanye 
I watched that interview like an hour after it dropped. I was like, oh shit, he did a drink trip? Like what? So I actually watched it. And bro, it was disturbing. It was disturbing to me because I understand the history of fascism. I understand the history of 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 what happened to Jewish people. And not just Jewish people, people, all types of people, black people, all types of groups who were villainized and dehumanized, right? To a point where people just stopped caring when people started murdering them. I mean, like you're a you're a product of two nations that that happened to, like Honduras yeah. and Haiti. Like these are two yeah. two countries that were like that were enslaved and had like certain things beaten into and out of them. Like you know what I mean. So to like you said to the point that no one cares. Like when people are speaking, like Hondurans are speaking Spanish, and I'm 100 percent sure that that wasn't the language that they were born into. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's 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 exactly it's just it's it's just um. There, the we have a lot of issues on uh, in our society, right? And and the majority of them, really, honestly, bro, are related to race and 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 how people view themselves as groups and nations and stuff like that. Like, and Kanye is stumbling into one of the most dangerous forms of discourse based on the history of our, our entire society like this stuff is bad bro the stuff that he's saying is bad yeah now nori i'm pretty sure nori was like yo damn during the interview was like yo what's going on right i could see the i could see him kind of being uncomfortable but at the same time kanye west's daughter is named after nori what right? Yes. <laughs> oh, Northwest. Okay. Yeah, they call her Nori. Kanye oh. West and Noriega are legitimately brothers. Okay. Like, like I'm not talking about like an industry type thing. Like they really fuck with each other. Like, like me and you. Oh, exactly, bro. And for Nori to see his boy going through this. And not fully understanding the context of why his boy is going through this, I can see why he made this mistake. The people around him, the Jewish people he had in the room, the people that probably knew should have stepped in. But whatever. No excuses. Yeah, I, mean, I will there's gonna I think, be consequences, but whatever. I think the only part that like everything you I agree with everything you just said, and I think it was well put. Um, the one part I will say. And I agree with you. Like, there are just certain things that we don't know, and there are things that we are ignorant to. And I think part of growing as people and living life is learning about the things we don't know, becoming more informed. You know what I mean? So, and if especially if you grew up in a, if you went to a city public school, there's a good chance that you didn't learn a lot of the truth behind history. So, there's no telling if Noriega knew about a lot of the stuff that like you may know because of either how you went to school or the stuff your mother taught you or the things that you personally sought out to learn. Mm. My, I think my biggest thing is when he said worry about things being hurtful is he's, I want to say he, what is he Dominican? I think he's Dominican. Yeah. Yeah. So as a, as a man of, as a man of color, I would think that like he would know that what, Kanye was saying was hurtful, especially when he brings up that it was a documentary by Candace Owens. So that was a part that I really was shocked about. But again, like when you're drinking, you're not really thinking about that. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. to your point, again, the people around him or whoever, especially like the editing team, I don't know if Nori does it himself. I don't know if DJ FN does I it. I doubt he does it himself. Like, I, I would seriously doubt. Like, you know what I mean? So whoever. I mean like, yeah, whoever's behind that definitely should be held accountable if that's something that, like, you shouldn't be left in. Like, how often have you called me saying, hey, when you were doing the editing, like, hey, do you want to leave this in? Yeah. And now that I'm doing the editing, I'll call you and go, hey, I'm taking this out because of X, Y, Z, and ABC. Yeah. And we have a dialogue about that specifically because we may, we aren't drink champs. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? We're not the real, but we still have an X amount of followers and an X amount of downloads and people who may listen to listen to what we're saying yeah. from outside of our culture and get informed about things that they may not know. 
Yeah. And that's the responsibility. Just even just that, like as as black people, bro, we have a responsibility. Like I'm not saying like, you know, I'm not talking I don't give a shit how white people view us per se, but I care about how people how the way people perceive us affects how they treat us. Right? That's the thing that I I that that bothers me about this, right? Like in a, in a lot of things that are happening. Um and I put in the notes about like growing fascism in like black communities. Like it's not just Kanye, bro. Um, yeah, because I remember um, Nick Cannon said some something I think last year, the year before. Yeah, that was kind of disturbing. And so like, and it's not the and like you said, this is that's not even the second instance of things like that. Like we, but Nick Cannon, but Nick, like I said before, Nick Cannon, is, I think Nick Cannon, just like many black people, just don't understand, bro. You're learning something. You, you all communities have their parts of misinformation and yeah. there's a lot in the, the relationship and let's i'm gonna be real bro like the relationship between the jewish community and black communities and a lot of these cities is not the best bro like a lot of jewish people and I, and it's a shame because blacks and jews a lot of blacks and jews work together in, in during the civil rights movement right there's a there's a there's a there's, there's a pretty good history of that right there's a lot of overlap with what both communities have gone through over the long history of our entire culture, right? Yeah. Um, so, but you know, let's be real. Especially if you live in cities where there's black and Jewish communities, th- that relationship has been strained, mm-hmm. and a lot of that I'm putting on the Jewish communities that that would have rathered, um. And again, this is not just Jewish people. This is, this is all people that were able to come into this country and become de facto white in some way, right? I think Jewish people had it had had a harder time at it because it, you know anti-Semitism is real. But again, growing up, walking around Brookline, which was a predominantly Jewish community, I felt uncomfortable. You also have like when you went on people when people would say like, oh, the Irish had it as bad as black people. Like, no, you didn't. You could literally just take, you could take something out of your name or change your last name altogether and be completely white American. I know people who, I know people who say that. And like, Mm -hmm. I actually knew a a Portuguese dude Mm -hmm. and I was talking to him. I was like, you're Portuguese? And he goes, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that last name. And he goes, well, growing up, it was, I'm not sure if he said it was his parents or his grandparents found out that it was easier to be Irish than Portuguese. Yeah, and I mean, and if you can do that, if if your skin complexion allows you to do that, go right ahead. You know, take every advantage you 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 want. But again, there there was a lot of racism um coming from those communities into our communities, right? There was a lot of tension. That's one, right? And that's not painting all Jewish people as racist. That's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to say is that somebody like Nick Cannon, I don't know him personally, but I know people who 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 may have looked at the world the same way he did or does. I don't know if he changed his tune on that. Um, And it's based on that relationship, right? They, 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 the trust between these two communities for a long time has been strained. Um, I honestly feel that like the relationship between black people and all other races has become strained. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's, it, it's, and you know what's the worst part about it is you hear a lot of, you see a lot of stuff and you hear a lot of this stuff and it's almost as if they don't really look at us as like even being victims when we clearly are the victims. Like go on, let's like, and this is one of the reasons why I think what Kanye said, Kanye West said was so hurtful was this man was killed. Like, you know what are I mean? you talking about the, 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 the George Floyd, the George Floyd yeah. comment. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Well, let me just say uh, uh, before you you go, I don't want people to get the like. I do not agree with. I don't remember exactly what you said, but I I remember, um, definitely speaking against what Nick Cannon said about the Jewish community. I'm oh, yeah. just trying to explain that the relationship between the black and Jewish community is complicated. Well, yeah, That's, but it's I I don't even know if it's it's when it comes to black people and actually 
trying to think of a way to say this. We have a strained relationship with everybody in and outside of our community. So that's what makes it even more yeah. difficult just existing. Like, and that's know, what makes situations like this kind of weird too. It's like sometimes you can't even people will get mad at you for calling a black person racist. Yeah. Be like, how do you how black people can't be racist? What are you talking about? Like, what do you all right? <laughs> <laughs> so like and then like makes it even worse is like the infighting that we do amongst each other, like or like the self-hatred. And I remember when Gilbert Arenas said that there was no such thing as a attractive dark skinned woman. And I got angry. Like I was like, like my body tensed up and I wanted to like, I wanted to hurt this dude just because my like, dude, you have dark skinned daughters. The fuck are you? Why are you saying this stuff? You're a black, you're a dark skinned black man. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're saying stuff about your community that now people outside of our community can look at you and go, well, he like, cause you know, and, and don't get me wrong. These people don't speak for us. You know what I mean? We speak for each other individually yeah. and that's the way it should be. But that's not the reality of the world. People will hear that and go, well, people in your own community are down or I'm downing dark skinned women, dark skinned black women. Why can't we? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That that why can't we shit is some of the most disgusting stuff that you'll hear because it's like it's it's people trying to justify toxic, nasty, and deplorable behavior because that's what they want to do. Like, you know what I mean? That doesn't that's not solving any problems. Saying things like that are hurtful. And then when you say things like like you make your Instagram account no chill gill, my yeah. dog. Just because you say racy or um, problematic things or to people who go, oh, I say the things no one else does. You know, sometimes it's okay to shut the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not everything needs to be said. And don't get me wrong. Um, shout out to Just Greg, but he said something on Twitter that made a lot of sense when he was just talking about sometimes things do need to be said. Sometimes things need to be said to make people uncomfortable because sometimes that's because that's how we learn as people. That's how we grow in relationships. I mean, just think about the times that you may have had conversations with your wife that were uncomfortable that at the end of it made you guys stronger um, together. The same thing could be said for me and Valkyrie. And even just on a lesser level, um, I talked about this on the podcast when we had an uncomfortable conversation um, over misunderstanding, but I think that made our, our friendship stronger. I think it made the podcast better because these things are out in the open now. However... I'm not I'm not Howard Stern. Howard Stern has mastered and mastered his craft on the quote unquote shock truck. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. He says the shit he says, but I give him his props. He always backs it up. He doesn't waver and when he's wrong, he's apologized. And I yeah. respect shit like I respect things like that. I have an issue with people and this kind of um comes right back to Kanye who just say things because they're doing it for clicks or because we all know something's coming from him in the next couple of months. Yeah. Whether well, it be you know, Kanye, what Kanye is saying is legit dangerous. Yeah. That's, and that's the problem. It's dangerous speech. It's it, it can get people killed. Yeah. It's happened before. Like it's it, it, it. And again, like I said, I watched it last night and 90% of the comments within the first couple of hours of being posted were positive. Calling Kanye a genius. And he understands the truth. And, we need to protect this man because, you know, they put they they pushed him over the edge and now he's just whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, bro, that's dangerous. Like, okay, you win. All right. Yeah, Kanye West is now a dangerous person. Well, that danger is gonna get him is has already got him in trouble. There are uh the bank that I forget what bank it is that um that holds for Yeezy or whatever it is. At mm -hmm. the end of November, they don't want anything to do with them. And Greg cracked me up. He was just like, you have to be a special kind of asshole for the banks to be like, we don't want your money. You well, the thing I mean? is, if you believe these people like control the world and like all the money in the world and, and you care about being a billionaire, like why would you? Yeah. And George Floyd's family is considering a lawsuit against Kanye after the fentanyl crime. Right. Right. Shout out to Diddy. 
um, my best friend Diddy, uh, when he said that this is no different from the what the fuck's the, the Alex Jones um lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. And Alex Jones is precedent. Alex Jones is getting his getting sued to hell right now. And so all they really need to do is point to that case and Kanye West. Sorry, buddy, you'll no longer be a billionaire. Yeah. And I can't be like, yo, look, yo, he did so much. Like just being around Candace Owens for me is enough for me to be like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and he just put, he just added like all the sauce in the world on top of it. Yeah. And let it be known. If Kanye wanted to come on this show for an interview, he wouldn't like the shit that me and you would be saying to him. Because we're not going to let him. And I think that's the biggest thing. If you're going to put somebody on your platform, hold them accountable for the things they said. Like he would have said that George Floyd shit and I'd have been like, I probably would have told him to fuck off. And that's another thing about this. I kind of, if I'm going to give anybody a pass, you know, and he doesn't get a full pass on this. Again, it's Nori. Like, no, I don't think Nori has the chops to challenge him on a lot of what he said either. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Cause again, like the way he couched everything was kind of like, you know, I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about the Jewish community. I'm just saying that yeah. you know. <laughs> or like the White Lives Matter shirt, like like uh I Nori is definitely knowledgeable about the plight of black people. So he definitely pressed them on that. But then when Kanye was like, well Black Lives Matter too Nori kind of dropped it because he was like, yo, that's all I wanted you to say. But at the same time, you know what I mean? It's like not fully understanding or wanting, you know, again, being in that position that that's your boy. Like, you know, it, it, I don't know. It, shit. I, I just wish he never did that interview, bro. Uh, I, I like Dream, I, chips. I like Dream I chips too. Like he had a, a, a bunch of really good interviews. One of them in particular was with the KRS-One. It was actually the first drink champs interview i heard yeah. but i honestly feel that like in a different i feel like if if um nori was going to interview anybody like this again i truly believe that he's going to check them and call them out on the bullshit that's being said and again it could a lot of it could just be ignorance a lot of it just could be uh being drunk like i said it's not called think champs it's called drink champs oh he's they drink drink yeah they drink <laughs> though, bro like they you know but they just need, I don't know, I hope they put in, I hope he gets through this. Nori, Kanye is kind of like, yo, if he dies, he dies at this point. Not literally die. But um, actually, I, I kind of feel, I kind of feel that that's what Kanye was. I don't think, I think his narcissism is at a level that we haven't seen from somebody in our community, mm-hmm. at least in the last 10 years. The thing yeah. is, I feel like he's always been this narcissistic. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's ever been this rich. <laughs> Well, that's that's a hundred. <laughs> yeah, but he's uh he's deleted from my he's deleted from my iPhone. I don't have any Kanye West. I I'm mm-hmm. not gonna miss it. I deleted Watch the Throne. I deleted all that shit. I don't want any you parts of that dude at you, all, man. You gave him the full R. Kelly treatment. I gave him the full R. Kelly treatment. Yeah, like it, the shit he's doing is absolutely disgusting. It's going to really hurt. I think it's like I said. To, you said it best. It's dangerous. The things he said are absolutely dangerous. Yeah, no legit. And and there's a lot of like people need to, yo. Pay attention to a couple of spaces, bro. Like um foundational black Americans, um, you know, the Ados movement. And again, not not literal Ados people, like my boy old man here, or yeah. or you know, I'm talking about these movements that kind of hijacked, you know, a very crucial black identity, um, and is turning it into like a real like fascist, xenophobic, you know, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy what they say about, you know, black immigrants and all types of groups, bro. It's like, and it's small now. People aren't really paying attention, but like things like this have a tendency to grow. And, and, you know, we don't really think about it until the consequences are (laughs) already too late to kind of reverse, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a sad thing. And but like you know, like you can't. There's not really much you can do at a certain point because, like you said, it is what it is. Yeah, it, it could be like in you know, like we are. We know it's disgusting. We we know the stuff he's saying is disgusting. But hopefully, people start taking note. And I honestly do believe that they're the people who think that Kanye West is a genius in terms of things he said are. I think that number is dwindling little by little, and I eventually feel that he's going to end up becoming a pariah. 
to oh, everything. Oh, he is. He is already. Like, even before this. I mean, you got people from, from Boozy Badass to... to um uh was what's the lady from um Halloween the Halloween series? Hocus Pocus. Um uh the Halloween series. Edit this up. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, yes. So everybody from Boozy Badass to Jamie Lee Curtis pretty much are done with um done with him. So I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's like two extremes of the human spectrum. Ain't that funny? <laughs> he he was able to offend everybody in a week. Crazy, yeah. Like how, like how, how do you, like, I shouldn't be in a place where I'm defending boozy bad, boozy bads. Yeah, I fuck with boozy. Like I love my black people, man. Like I love them, man. Like what Kanye's doing is hurtful in so many ways. Sucks. Yeah, but it is what it is. And as as is normal tradition, we have a bunch of stuff on the docket, and we only get to two of them. <laughs> So before we get into it, let's uh did you enjoy Hocus Pocus? Um yeah, I did. I did. I don't know if it's better than the original in my mind, but it was it was entertaining. It was a lot a lot bolder than I remember. But no, I like I liked it. I liked it. I like I I really enjoyed it. It was funny because we st- me and uh, the wife started watching it mm-hmm. and then we ended up I was like I didn't remember a lot of stuff, so she was like, "Oh, let's just watch the first." One. So we watched the first one. And then the next, then we watched the new one the next night. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I, there is a lot of compare. I would say, I will say this. The first one was definitely better. Yeah. However, the lead characters in this one are vastly superior to the ones in the first one. Oh, not the witches. You mean the, the, the chill, the chill, the chilling, the chilling, the chilling. Yeah. Oh, they were great. The, the, um, the, let me see. Let me pull up the cast here. I got you. IMDb. I will, Whitney I Peak, who played the young Wiccan, the young not Wiccan, sorry, the young witch, right? She was awesome. Yeah, she was. A couple of things, I think. Her, her, her. She looks familiar. She. It might be because she looks like um the girl from Blackish. That might be confusing you too. They look very familiar, but I'm almost 100 percent sure we've seen Whitney Peak and other stuff. Um, yeah, I'm at Sam Richardson. Um, he's oh, old. Oh, you know what you know? You know him from um Sabrina. You know her from Sabrina, excuse me. Um, I haven't seen yes. it, but I know but I know yes. you were yes. I know yes. you were heavy yes. into that show. Yeah, yeah. Um Tony Hill's always great. He's mm-hmm. from um Veep. And the, the three leads, you know, oh, Beth, Dara, Kathy. Like, yeah, they all rock they they rock yeah. the shit out of it. Like, I have I really have no complaints about this one at all. It was it was just as campy and silly and ridiculous as you wanted it to be, especially if you're a fan of the Hocus Pocus series. Yeah. I thought the part with the um, the Roombas was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. They have a mind of their own. <laughs> hilarious. So yeah, oh, Hannah Waddingham, yo, from Ted Lasso. She's my celebrity crush. Who? Um, she was the lady that gave the witches their power originally. Oh, okay. You know what's funny? I just found out. I I just found out that I have Apple that I have um Apple TV. No, go watch <laughs> Ted Lasso. I've heard nothing Apple. but amazing things about. And this Lasso. show, we'll stop talking. <laughs> watch Ted Lasso. Oh man! All right. So this has been the Old Man Wade Show. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Super Bowl. Where can they find you on social media? Uh, notice I said on social media because I knew what you were going to say otherwise all over the place I'll be in your mom's DMs Ooh. oh no he didn't <laughs> yeah well seriously where where can they um, see the stuff you're doing because you are doing some incredible things so. Um, B-E-R-E-B-L on Instagram oh B-E-R-E-B-L media on Instagram Um, let shit record on Twitter, um, and you know, I've been haven't been too active on the Facebook page, but uh, you know, old man Wade on Facebook. Yeah, uh, you can find me on oldmanwade.com on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. I've been doing this, like I said, I've told you before. I'm doing some little fun stuff with a uh, comic book, comic book like facts, comic book quizzes. I've been doing this new thing called Versus, where I put two randoms against each other from different 
genres. Like the most recent one I did was Sub Zero versus Deathstroke. Ooh. I did. <laughs> this was a good one. It was Miss Marvel, Omni Man, and All Might versus Doomsday. Yo, I think Omni Man would solo Doomsday, to be honest with you. You think what? Omni Man would solo Doomsday. You think so? You think so? Wait, do you think Omni Man could? You know what? We'll say this for BB because I really would like to know if you think Omni Man could be Superman. I think he could. Uh, I'm looking at the stuff he did. Yeah. On the show. Yeah. Like there's certain, there's certain things that Superman are more, uh, is definitely stronger, but I don't think it's everything. But, anyways, we'll, we'll talk I about I also that. think that Omni Man's a better fighter. I believe he's probably faster than Superman, too. He's 100% that. faster. He the, His speed is like flash level. Yeah. Like he destroyed like a whole planet and like, yo, know, that that was one of the most that we we got to do a an invincible episode. Yeah, one of my favorite moments was when the three, the uh, Viltrumites, when the three Viltrumites destroyed a whole fucking world by running through it. Yeah, like Viltrumites <laughs> are crazy, bro. Like I don't like they're vicious. They're way like they're like if Superman and Doomsday merged. Essentially. Yeah, unless and and if. And Superman has to doesn't does Superman have to breathe on does Superman have to breathe? No. I mean in most in, in most the 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 Earth one Superman doesn't have to breathe breathe. Oh, or right. whatever the prime earth is. Well there is a prime earth. Damn it. <sighs> I was because I was wondering if Superman doesn't have to breathe. I was wondering if Omni Man could just grab Superman and just like drag him into space. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Vulture mites have to breathe. But that's what I'm saying. Hold, but like, they, they can, can just hold, hold their breath, breath forever. Like, yeah. So I'm wondering if he could just grab Superman and just like hold him until like he flies somewhere. <laughs> he just, just like hold, hold his breath for like 50 years. Yeah, hold his breath for like fucking four weeks. And he's yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, just get some kryptonite. The thing is, Vulture mites don't have a weakness. You just have to be able to beat them to death. That's it. <laughs> that's true. Huh. That's true. Like the, the only way you can beat a Viltrumite is if you like beat him to death. You know mm-hmm. who can beat Doomsday? Battle Beast. Oh, for sure. I think Battle Beast would give Doomsday the business. Oh, for sure. Yeah, sure, for sure. All yeah. right, everybody. As always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Damn it, Wade.